All right, guys, welcome to the next episode of the YVR Remo Show. I'm your host, Alex McFadden. Uh, today, we are taking a little bit of a different angle. We are taking a trip around Canada. Now, today we're starting off with a series, which I'm very excited to present to you. We'll be doing this over the course of the remainder of the year. And we're going to start really close to home here today. We're going to start over on Vancouver Island with a real estate agent who I've got to know over the course of the last year or two who is making big moves in the island. Uh, his name is Matt Bainton. Now, Matt is a local real estate agent. He started in Vancouver, BC and made his move over to Nanaimo. He currently works with the Sims Real Estate Group, a team that actually is doing over 200 transactions a year. Apparently, so far this year, they've already done 200 halfway through 2020. So they're doing big things. Now, Matt uh, typically works with a variety of clientele, everything from retirees uh, to investors uh, to families. And so he really has a good, good understanding and grasp of what he's seeing. And lately, Matt's been mentioning he's been seeing a lot of people migrating from the big cities, whether it's Victoria or Vancouver, to some of the smaller cities and towns like Nanaimo and surrounding areas. So Matt's going to give us his perspective on what he's seeing, what types of investment opportunities could be available over there, and if it makes sense for you to consider anything in Nanaimo. Guys, I hope you love this episode with Matt Bainton. Uh, he did a fantastic job. Make sure to reach out to him and let him know if you have any questions about that area of the island. Uh, if you guys love the show, make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, tell a friend, please send us a message and let us know what cities that you want us to spotlight going forward. Enjoy the show. Talk soon. What's up, guys? You are listening to the YBR Remo Show, where we talk all things Vancouver real estate and mortgages, take boring topics, and make them interesting. Make sure to stay tuned to listen to everything you need to know how to put cash back in your pocket, create wealth in real estate, and simplify the complicated. Matt Bainton from uh, Nanaimo. So happy to have you join me this morning. How are you today, buddy? Nice and early. I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's a bit early for me, but I've been up for a few hours. That's kind of my normal schedule. So, Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, uh, you guys are over there selling hundreds of homes right now, and <laughs> we're in the middle of July market. I appreciate you joining me bright and early, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be on here and speak to you about the market here. Absolutely. So uh, this is part of a series that we're working on right now where we're spotlighting different cities around the province that we're seeing people uh, migrate to, invest in, and maybe just don't get a lot of attention. And uh, Matt, you're someone that I've got to know over the past while and, and had the experience of working together with and, and just seeing your work ethic firsthand. So I thought you'd be a great guy to come on today and talk a little bit about what's actually happening in Nanaimo and why people should actually pay attention to a city that I think from the mainland often gets forgotten. I mean, you actually started your real estate career in Vancouver. Is that right? I did. Yes. Um, I started there about just under five years ago and I spent my first year and a half of my career there uh, selling real estate. And we had our first child. So I decided it was time to move to the Highlands because there's a much better cost of living. We're actually able to live in a, in a detached single family home here. Whereas in Vancouver, we would still be living in probably a two-bedroom condo or something along those lines. 
Yeah, no doubt. So, I mean, let's get right into it then. So, you know, one of the one of the interesting things about the island right now, and and I mean, right now we're sitting here on July sixteenth, and we're post COVID, at least the the worst of it, if you will. We're in, I think, phase three in the in the lower mainland, and we're starting to see people like uh, July has been one of the most active months we've had in years in terms of real estate. So we're really starting to see things change. And you know what you just said there about and move over to the island uh, for for a different life or to have room and so forth. In my experience and in our conversations recently, this has been just uh, a huge, huge boon to your to your town lately, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's been quite a busy market over here. We have quite a few different people moving over here from all different parts of the country. We have young families moving over from Vancouver, quite a few, um, just for a better cost of living. We have a whole different segment of the market where people are retirees that are looking to retire on Vancouver Island from right across the country, all, all the way across. And that's always been their plan their whole life to move here. So we have a big market for that as well here. And yeah, we're, we also are having a little bit better of an investor market these days too. So there's quite a bit of opportunity here. Yeah, and so again, kind of going back to uh, to the beginning of this, you know, you you made the fa- you made the move uh, about four years ago, I suppose, uh, from Vancouver over uh, to Nanaimo. And I have to ask, so you you've got Nanaimo, you've got Victoria, you've got other places uh, on the island. What drew you to that city, and and why did you set up shop there? Well, um, I actually do have some family that's lived here uh, my entire life. So my grandparents lived in a community called. Well, they still live in a community called the New Bay, which is just north of Nanaimo. So it's basically like a seaside community. It's a really nice place. Um, they actually owned a waterfront home there. So I spent tons of my childhood there growing up on the ocean and always loved this area because of that reason. Um, but to be fully honest with you, when we were deciding to make the move, we actually decided to drive up here and spend a whole week on the island. And we actually traveled everywhere from Courtney Comox all the way to Victoria and spent a couple nights in each area. And after spending time in Nanaimo, we just realized it's a pretty versatile town. There's so much to do here. There's a lot of different areas we really like. And um, we just decided this would be best for us. And having family close didn't hurt either. So that right. kind of made us, made us make the jump here. Yeah. So, so, so uh, you know, you mentioned about the, uh, the idea of buying a single family home for less than a, than a condo in Vancouver. Today, uh, just to kind of talk about numbers and where things are at right now, like if someone's to move over, they want to buy a single family home with, with a lot, as far as I know, a decent sized lot on your end. What is, yeah. what is someone looking to pay for that type of property right now, your average, if you will? Yeah. So in Nanaimo, the single family um, benchmark here is 581. That's for June of 2020. Um, and that's with the average of, you know, days on market of about 29, 29 days to sell. So that market compared to 2019 in the same month, uh, it's pretty flat this year, probably based on COVID a little bit. But um, typically we do see like quite a consistent appreciation as well as uh, strong hold on the, on the values. Um, so that's for a single family detached. And then if you move into something like a, a condo, you would be looking the average benchmark price um, June 2020 was $314,000. Um, that's actually down 6% from last year. So I find like the single family detached homes seem to be, you know, where everybody's buying right now. It's very active, um, especially since COVID hit, we're seeing a lot of people move to larger properties. That segment of the market is very busy. Anything that's over a quarter acre and up is very active and in multiple offers right now. So it's been quite interesting. 
That makes a lot of sense. And I mean, we were talking earlier about this because we, we also have clients who, who look to invest in real estate over there. And, and I think to be clear, whenever we're talking about uh, real estate investing, uh, it comes in different forms. You know, some people are buying multifamily properties. Some people are buying commercials. Some people quite literally are buying a property that they're going to invest in to move into or live in the long term. Um, you know, a trend that we, we also talked about had seen is because uh, the price of a single family detached home is, you know, say 500 to $580,000, you know, based on a 20% down payment, you know, your mortgage payment is less than $1,800 right now for someone. And you were mentioning that uh, a lot of these properties have suites and potential coach house revenue. So uh, are you seeing um, people take advantage of this and essentially live for, well, I don't want to say free, but pretty darn close to it at this point? Is that, is that something that you're seeing people do? Yeah, we see quite a bit of that here. Um, I would say like your average single family home, I would say a good percentage of them, probably 50% enough of them do have suites here in the Nanaimo. So that definitely is a nice, a nice option to have. So basically here you'd be getting anywhere from upstairs, you'd probably be getting anywhere from $1,800 to all the way up to $3,000, depending on the area upstairs. And then for a lower suite, you're probably getting anywhere from $1,200 to $1,500 per month. So great potential for them to cash flow. So are you seeing, uh, just based on that feedback right away, so $1,800 and $1,200, so we're looking at $3,000 for a, for a detached home in that, in that, in that, and that's in that $600,000 and under type frame, first of all? Um, I would say for, there's a big range because it really does depend on the area here. We have a lot of different areas in Nanaimo. So you have the university district, which would be the most affordable area and probably the best long-term investment area. Um, so anywhere there from 550,000 and up, if you come to the north end of Nanaimo, um, yeah, I mean, you could be spending up to 900,000. Um, but when, once you get up to that price point, you're really looking at some, some quite beautiful homes that are, you know, built on mountainous, mountainous terrain you know, with great views, ocean or mountain views. So some of the seaside community areas are very nice, right? You're paying a little more for that. Yeah, $900,000 for a seaside. That's not bad. I wouldn't complain about that. <laughs> so you mentioned that the uh, the university district that you mentioned there is has a good uh, investment potential. So um, we talked a little bit before coming on today about the fact that you're seeing, again, people, a lot of the in, people who are buying quote unquote investments are investing in land and are investing in detached homes and doing what we just talked about, which is renting, you know, a house in the top and the bottom. So are you seeing these people rent out to students or is this more of a long-term rental or what's the, what's the common type of uh, theme that you see on, on the island there and where you're living? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit mixed depending on the area again. So yeah, when you're in the university district, which they've kind of rezoned, not rezoned, but they've renamed that the university district that used to be called an area called Harewood. So there's been some regenification there, uh, you know, in the last 10 years and Vancouver Island University is growing quite substantially every year. They're adding buildings, you know, they're adding new programs. So we have a lot of people coming over to go to university there. So we definitely see a lot of people renting students in that area. I mean, I have seen units that have been broken down into multiple rooms where I'm sure they're making a lot more than that amount per month. Um, so there's definitely a lot of cases like that. Um, as you go into more central Nanaimo and up into North Nanaimo, it's probably it's more like family rentals, I would say. Uh, but there is quite a bit of those as well. So it's, it's pretty mixed, but definitely, you know, if I was to put my money somewhere long-term, it'd probably be in that uh, university district at this time. Okay. And is that in part because of, like you mentioned before, the densification of that area and that we are seeing more of that, uh, uh, I guess, people coming and moving in and looking to live close to there? Or is it more to do with the students? Like, what would be the reason that you would look towards that as uh, an investment potential? Um, I think a lot of the homes in the north end have capped out a little bit more as far as price point. 
Um, Nanaimo is still a bit of a blue collar city, so people don't have millions and millions of dollars to, to spend on homes. So, I mean, there is a luxury market here for sure. Um, I would say anytime you're looking at a waterfront home, you're looking at like 1.3 million and up in, from that mark. But, you know, the sky's the limit. We have homes that are, you know, up to $10 million here as well. So, yeah, I would say your average family is going to go to that university district just because of the growth there right now. There's a lot of development in that area. And if I was to put my money somewhere, that's definitely where it would be. So a little bit more, a little bit more turnover, more potential. You're going to see a lot more change in the next few years and people are moving to this area. You know, we talked uh, again off air a little bit about what type of cash flow that people are seeing when they're investing in these single family detached homes. And you had mentioned the land value with the potential appreciation in these areas for people coming over, which makes sense. But again, kind of going back to that scenario where someone is buying a property with a suite and, and you know, they're paying that 580 uh, or so. Uh, $1,800 is a, is a mortgage payment. Uh, average property taxes there is what, four, $400 a month, I believe you said, maybe a little less? Roughly, yeah, give or take. It depends on the area again, right? It fluctuates quite substantially, you know, from south to north. Right. So easily yep. someone with, uh, you know, 120000 into the property is is cash flowing day one at, you know, 800 less any property expenses. So that's pretty good, especially relative to what we would consider, you know, a Vancouver, a lot of people typically look at, you know, Vancouver real estate and so forth as a good investment because of the appreciation. It's interesting. Now, uh, kind of looking at the statistics there on the island, you guys had a boom uh, maybe about a year or two years ago where when there were a lot of people were moving out of the city. Uh, last year, you mentioned was a little bit of a down year like it was I think pretty much everywhere uh, in, in British Columbia, or at least a lot of the main cities kind of saw it as a down year. And, and, the, and you, you, we had talked about the fact that pre-COVID, uh, things were starting to, to take off again. Um, it, it, what are you seeing now? You, so you mentioned a lot of the trends are families moving up for more space and, and location. But we talked a little bit about uh, developers and building and what that looks like right now from an from a investment standpoint. You work with a few developers. What are you seeing they take, they're taking advantage of on the island? Um, pretty much the same thing. Most of the developers I see building homes here are building homes with suites. It's, it's quite common. Um, we do see them building some, some without suites. But um, you know, developers I'm working with right now, they're doing a lot more in the north end here which those homes would be roughly around 800,000 with a suite, but they're in beautiful areas with some of the nicest parks, you know, Nanaimo has to offer. So they're pretty great. Uh, they definitely take advantage. You know, the market's pretty hot right now. Uh, the vacancy rate is about 2% here right now. So people are, anybody that's looking to buy an investment, they know they're going to be able to rent those out very quickly. So going back to uh, that building component, we talked a little bit about coach homes. Uh, there's an area in Surrey that uh, back, I'd say, what was it, 10 years ago right now, uh, in Clayton Heights, if anybody's listening knows about this, where you could buy a detached home with a two-bedroom basement suite with a beautiful one-bedroom coach home for less than $500,000. Um, and it sounds, based on our conversation right now, that in Nanaimo, maybe not for 500000 but there's a lot of potential right now, and the city is allowing, allowing zoning for this type of uh, situation and suite. Where are you, are you seeing that happen more frequently? Are you seeing builders gravitate towards that? What type of uh, clientele or situation are you seeing that be the opportunity over in Nanaimo right now? Yeah, I don't see developers gravitating that way as much with the carriage homes. They should. Um, actually, one unique thing we're seeing here that we didn't really touch on, um, they're, they're allowing a lot, the city of Nanaimo in the south end is, is allowing a lot of rezoning here with duplex zoning. So basically builders, the way they're taking advantage of that now is they're able to build two detached homes on one lot and they're calling them like detached duplexes. 
So there's, we're seeing a lot of builders do that right now um, because they have potential to build two homes on one lot. There's quite a substantial turnover on the money for them. So that's one thing that's happening in the south end quite a bit, um, quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, and that's always something that we we look out for in, in cities that are looking to densify, like Vancouver obviously is allowing more and more and more row homes and and duplexes and things of that nature. It's a good sign, obviously, for the city to be able to allow that, obviously a good profit for um, the uh, the developers who are building that, but also great rent for someone who's able to get in, build, and own that piece of real estate there. So let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the, where Nanaimo is at today relative to four years ago as far as industry. You mentioned it's a blue-collar industry, but you've seen a, a shift and a change. What does the dynamic look like right now between the young and the old and people that are working and people that are moving there? Because I can't imagine, it must be just a really interesting time right now with so much uh, migration happening. Yeah, it's quite different. Like in the last two months, we've had quite a few calls uh, with people that are looking to move over because now they're deciding to work from home. So I think we're going to see a big shift uh, with people that weren't able to move over here originally because they weren't sure that what they were going to do for work. Um, we've had a bit of changes in the industry. Nanaimo has always been known as like a, a mill town or a logging town by that means. But a lot of the people I know working in that industry are out of work or not having as much work as they used to have. Um, so we're definitely seeing a shift. So I think a lot of people that want to work for more of these techie companies that can work from home are now thinking about moving here and, you know, owning a chunk of land rather than owning a condo. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So you, you mentioned it was uh, a, uh, or it has been traditionally in Nanaimo and surrounding areas have been uh, retirement plans and retirement homes. Uh, is that something that you're still seeing a, a lot of right now, or have you seen a little bit more of a generational shift? If not, where are these people going if they're leaving Nanaimo? Uh, well, I would say there's still a lot of people moving over for retirement. Um, what we're seeing happen more often now is people move buying earlier and renting it out for a couple of years um, because we've seen such a, a climb in our prices in the market here. People want to get in while they still can. Um, you know, even my mom, she actually recently bought a retirement home out here and they're not living there yet. They're renting it out for now because they're just, the prices are climbing so much. You used to be able to buy, you know, 10 years ago, you could buy waterfront for $600,000, right? But now, you know, you're looking at 1.3. So they just decided to buy sooner rather than later. But yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of that. Awesome. Yeah, I know. And I think like, again, kind of going back to investments here, we're, we're talking about a, a whole broad spectrum of things, right? Everything from, you know, university district and what the potential could be in an area like that. Uh, you know, what the gentrification, like, sorry, what the uh, dynamic of the area is and, uh, uh, and obviously uh, what types of situations people are coming into when they're moving over to the island. That one that you just touched on there, the idea of moving over and buying a property as an investment for a long-term retirement uh, planning situation. That's, that's really interesting to me because I, I've been talking to a lot of clients right now that are as young as maybe in their early forties and even late thirties that know they're probably not likely to retire for 10 or 15 home years. And they're starting to ask me these questions like, Hey, what would it look like? Can I, can I buy a property in, you know, in the Okanagan or can I buy a property on the Island or in the interior or, or, or otherwise? And what does that look like from an investment potential? And I think that's a, a phenomenal idea, especially, you know, in a situation where, uh, you know, someone is future value, but they want to build up that uh, that equity and that cash reserve day one, it doesn't it doesn't make sense not to almost in this case. So so again, kind of going back in that that point, you you mentioned before that your mom just did that, and you're seeing a lot of other people do that. What are your recommendations? Where should people be looking at? What type of investment should they be considering if they are eventually making that move, whether it's one years, five years, or ten years down the road? 
Yeah, I think if they're looking to, you know, buy more of a retirement place, which might be in some different communities just outside of Nanaimo, not everybody that I see retiring goes right directly into Nanaimo. We see, you know, some of the communities just north of here, Parksville, we see a lot of people retiring there, uh, Nanus Bay as well, and Qualicum Beach. So those are kind of the northern communities of, of Nanaimo that a lot of people are retiring in. So they definitely have very low vacancy rates there as well. So buying there and just renting out the whole home is definitely an option. You will see less suites, so you might not cash flow quite as well. Um, but I definitely think you could at least break even in most cases. So, you know, no matter where you're moving, you're probably going to have a good chance of being able to, you know, cash flow before or at least before break even, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so recently I was, uh, or I shouldn't say I was, but we, we, it's been in more of the uh, talks in Vancouver about investing on the island, different locations and so forth. One of the ones that's come up quite a bit is actually not in Nanaimo. It's, uh, it's outside of Victoria. It's called Langford. We briefly touched on this before, and I know that's not necessarily an area that you sell. Uh, they mentioned Langford because it's almost like a quote-unquote suburb of Victoria. It's a government town. There's a lot of benefits of looking in and these types of areas. But I've also heard other areas, uh, you know, out, outside and around Nanaimo, such as you know Cumberland and a lot of these other little towns and so forth. So, what is like? I guess if someone's coming over there and they're looking at it from a perspective of cash flow appreciation and obviously just what is the long-term outlook for these areas. Uh, is there is there something that you'd suggest them to look for in and around the Nanaimo area as why that might be a good fit? Or do you think they should actually consider somewhere uh, south closer to Victoria just in terms of uh, long-term value and appreciation? What, what would we look for there? Um, myself, I would say you're probably going to do best in Nanaimo just because the vacancy rate here and the price point. Um, somewhere like, like Langford, I know the prices are still substantially higher. Um, but it is a growing community. We also have areas um, like Duncan that are kind of that south of Nanaimo, just basically right between Victoria and, and Nanaimo, where a lot of people are starting to invest there. Uh, the benchmark, I believe, there is now in the low 500,000. So it's, it's, that's a great place to invest still as well with, if you're looking at properties with suites. So there's, okay. there's quite a bit of potential all the way across central Vancouver Island. So really, it's kind of wide open and there's going to be a lot of factors. It sounds like based on yeah. our, our chats and, and what I've seen lately that a lot of these cities are, are ripe for a lot of change. And, and like we mentioned, so much migration uh, going on at this point right now. So if someone comes over to Nanaimo, what the, they're bringing a young family or they're thinking about bringing a young family in the future. And, and this, this is an investment conversation. This is just a moving conversation. What are they like? What do people do there? <laughs> it's just full honesty. Like, what are what are people doing in Nanaimo for fun, for leisure? Uh, what does the the city makeup look like? Well, there is a lot of beautiful locations here. Uh, we've barely scratched the surface in the three years we've been here so far. So it's you know I've spent a lot of time as a kid coming up here, and, and I've explored a little more than most people that just moved here. But it's honestly unlimited. There's there's so many lakes, rivers you know beaches to explore like the island has it's basically never ending you can be surfing one day and snowboarding the next day up at mount washington or you know two hour drive to casino from here it, it's almost never ending there's tons of great camping um you know there's also a lot of great schools within the nanaimo district here so you know yeah there's not that much negative to say um there's quite a different variety of properties here anywhere from like waterfront luxury to acreage to condos uh there's just a lot of unique properties that are that are quite different so yeah i would and say most sorry go ahead. 
No, that's okay. Do you, do you continue to see uh, the trend of people moving over more from a lifestyle or, or investment or a combination, combination of the both continuing? Or what does the prospects look like in the area? Um, yeah, I see, I see it continuing the same. I do see like a lot of young families still coming over because the price point is much better. Um, with all the development that's happening here now, I do see a lot more investment starting to take place here. Um, to give you an example, our team here is probably averaging 30 to 50 leads a day on our website this month. So that's just internet people um, connecting with us and asking about real estate. So uh, yeah, the projections we see are quite substantial for the future at this point. And, and you said that your team of six agents at this point has sold, what, 230 homes this year. And that doesn't even include probably a very slow April, I guess, eh? So last year, our team sold, yeah, sorry to touch on that. Our, our team, I think it was around 230 homes with six agents. Um, this year, our team has grown. I think we're around 10 agents now. And yeah, we're right around that mark at this point in the year. Unreal. Unreal. So definitely a place to look out for uh, on the NIMO. And uh, obviously, we've only just scratched the surface in our conversation because we've gone all across the board from, you know, this university district to waterfront homes to, uh, you know, buying properties with suites and developing and so forth. Uh, you know, uh, Matt, what if, if, again, if one person, if someone was coming over and they had just a day to kind of look at the area, uh, the NIMO area and surrounding areas, what would be the key places that you would take them to or neighborhoods and they should look out for uh, today? Yeah, some of my favorite neighborhoods, we actually ourselves live in Hammond Bay. Um, we really like it. It's kind of in the north end of Nanaimo here, and it's close to the ocean and, and close to lots, lots of great parks. Uh, like Next Point would be one, one good park I would check out. Um, also checking out Nanaimo River, it's absolutely incredible. Our family spent a couple hours there yesterday. It's just unbelievable, some of these swimming holes. You would, you would never even believe when you see them. So I think, yeah, there's, there's such a variety in a day, you can barely scratch the surface, but I think I would, I would show people um, some of the neighborhoods like Departure Bay, Hammond Bay, uh, North Nanaimo, University District. If you can kind of get through those areas, you'll kind of have an idea how the layout of the city works. Very cool. Very cool. You know, and for anybody who's thinking about making uh, the move over uh, and, and actually making that migration move, just uh, I want to speak from personal experience with some clients that we've seen uh, get creative. I mean, we see people in, in Surrey and Langley and so forth that have equity of three hundred fifty dollars to $400,000. You know, I had, a, I had a customer of mine in March just before uh, COVID hit. He purchased uh, two properties for just over a million dollars. So it was, I believe, a combined $1.3 million. The rent between his uh, suite on his primary residence that he's living and, and the two units that uh, he bought on the other property is not only just covering his mortgage and his property taxes, but he's actually additionally uh, cash flowing, whereas he was spending you know, uh, a mortgage payment of over $2,000 a month here. Uh, it's a different lifestyle, obviously a different situation and the, the appreciation might be different on those properties. But the, the fact that he built, or sorry, that he uh, invested in land seems to bode uh, good for, for some of that nature. So that's just kind of some of the potential we see. Just to kind of like, kind of close things out, Matt, uh, what, what kind of a, I guess, kind of looking forward, what, what does the future look of, I know you kind of touched on this before, but do we anticipate that the appreciation in Nanaimo will continue to grow or do you, do you think that might spread out to other areas of the island? I think it already is spreading out to other uh, other parts of the island. Um, we're seeing areas like Port Alberni, um, which is kind of between Fifino and here, has really taken off in the last couple of years. It used to be very affordable, and now the benchmark price, uh, I'm not exactly sure on the exact number, but it's around, like, I think, three, 400000 now, where it used to be like almost 200000 for a detached home. So it is already spreading out as things become less affordable. Um, I guess if you're from Vancouver, 581 for a detached home seems very affordable, but things have shifted. Um, 
in 2015, the benchmark for a single family home here was about 356,000. So, so the market's changed quite a bit in the last five years here. So yeah. I, I would continue, I think we'll continue to see, um, you know, substantial appreciation. Very cool. Very cool. So, hey guys, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, I think what we're trying to share is, is really a spotlight and overview of the Nanaimo area. Uh, Matt's a, a, someone that we trust very highly. You got, you've done fantastic work with everyone that we've uh, uh, recommended with or, or worked together on. I suggest uh, give it a shot, whether you're looking at purchasing uh, that first investment uh, or purchasing that retirement home or long-term, or you just want to find a, a little bit more space for your family. So definitely uh, worth checking out. Matt, any parting words uh, that you'd want to share about the, the city that we didn't highlight with you today? I think we touched on most of it. I think you just need to get down here and explore it yourself and, and check out some of the neighborhoods. It's basically never ending. I'm learning new things about the island every day still, and I think that will continue to happen for, for a long time. Awesome, buddy. Hey, listen, definitely going to uh, recommend you guys check out Matt. We'll put all of his contact information uh, in the podcast notes on the YouTube channel, all that kind of fun stuff. Matt, Bainton, thank you so much for uh, spending your morning with us today. Have an amazing day, my friend, and we'll talk very soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate you bringing me on the show.